Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I went back to the voice of the millennial generation. Okay. You know what? I mean, you know. Wait, what what were you last week? I went last week, so two weeks ago. I kick things off with Voice of the Millennial Generation. A few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was thinking about the Voice of the Millennial Generation. Two weeks ago, I opened the show cold, Voice of the Millennial Generation. Last week, I got cold feet. I went back mm-hmm. to America's Radio Sweetheart. This week, I'm back to the Voice of the Millennial Generation because somebody on Reddit told me to. Hmm. Well, I feel like I'm doing a podcast with Ross Perot over here. <laughs> Is he in? Is he out? <laughs> Oh, man, Ross Perot. I'm just trying to build a viable third party, Jordan. (laughs) That's true. Uh, This is about a movement, not about a personality. Oh, okay. The millennials. Right. Uh, Hey, Jesse. Yes. If we want to... question, Jordan, is are we apparently broadcasting this week live from Reggae Sunsplash? The answer is yes. (laughs) There's a giant tour bus parked in the park directly across from us, and the windows of our our office are vibrating gently right now. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to have on any Reggae Sunsplash guests, but I think that vibe is going to really come through in the podcast today. That, like, chilled out, island, Natty Dread kind of vibe. Like a classic Natty Dread type vibe? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Have a conch? Eat some conch? (laughs) Sure, we could totally eat some conch. Have some some kind of a cool, refreshing coconut drink? Yeah, I'll have that. That sounds great. I like this reggae sunsplash. How about this, Jordan Jesse Go reggae sunsplash edition? Yeah. It's like when they had L.L. Bean editions of the uh, Subaru Outback. There you go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> or like the Mad Men collection at Banana Republic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the kind of cross-branding opportunity that we have really been overlooking, and it's really to the... To the detriment of our program and our bank accounts. You know, I know we weren't planning on having any Reggae Sunsplash-related guests today, but do you think we could just go out in the parking lot and just kind of fool around for a little bit and see if we can find an illegitimate son of Bob Marley to come in here? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's 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 one in every, every town. The rule is, I mm-hmm. believe, there's one in every town with a population over 500,000. Gotcha. In the world. <laughs> he's just, he's just got to be there. Awkwardly blending rap and reggae. Exactly. <laughs> Just hanging out with Super Cat. Um, I have. I'd actually like to hit the ground running. Do okay. you think we can introduce our guests and then? I'd love to introduce because I have guests. a topic that I think will be of interest to millennials. Yeah, he's the man behind the smash hit. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is an Australian comedian known for her comedies throughout the world. Uh, particularly in the United Kingdom. Mainly there, yeah, and, as, and Australia, I right. guess. Uh, Sorry, I interrupted more, you. More, yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to go back to this, that whole shaggy <laughs> That whole shaggy thing was really productive. I'm going to go back to that. <laughs> okay. Mr. Bombastic himself. <laughs> I, I, I wish I was shaggy. That I would wish be great. I was shaggy. Oh, man, just those royalty checks, right? <laughs> I, you, can I ask, okay. Our guest on the program. <laughs> Our guest on the program. Uh, she is a she is a comedian, performer, a comic writer, a brilliant comedian. Someone that we saw at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last year when mm-hmm. we were there, and she was the person that everyone said you got to go see this one show. You got to go see her. She's totally amazing. She's something you'd you'd never get to see at home, and it's really special and hilarious. We went. 
a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it had really been built up. No, yeah. it was it was every bit as great as uh, every bit as great as we'd heard. And as soon as I heard that she was in Los Angeles, I said, "Well, we'll get her on the show." I just sent her a Twitter message. Luckily, she wasn't doing anything. Claudio Doherty. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. It was also I was so scared last week when you announced that I was on the show that day. <laughs> yeah, last week. Last week I think I was having a bad day or something. But I it was like a it was like Friday. I think it was Friday. Probably. When we usually record on a and Saturday. And when you got something sticking in your craw, you just like to announce randomly <laughs> Jordan Jesse go guests. No, I just Helps I would take some of the pressure off. I just wasn't in my I just didn't have all my ducks in a row. Sure. And I said I'm and I was looking forward to having Claudia it was on the program. No, it was very Cuz nice. Claudia is delightful. Yeah. By all accounts. Obviously. She was a guest on International Water. She was delightful. Uh, we saw her, her live show. It was delightful. Uh, she's a friend of many friend of, friends of ours across the pond. Yeah, we've got lots of friends in common. So I knew I was looking forward to Claudio Doherty's visit to this program. And I tweeted, "She's Claudio Doherty's coming in tomorrow. It's yeah. going to be really fun. Did you have to cancel anything? I felt like I was in New York City. So I was <laughs> so worried. And she said, So you an just hopped in right a cab away. and you're thought, like, to Los I thought, Angeles. I thought he was 100% right. And yeah. I'd irresponsibly not put it in my diary on the right day. And mm. I just was, I just thought I was the worst person. I was like, oh. And also, I was having such a good day. Your I was diary like, was. <laughs> it was such a beautiful day in New York City as having just... a great breakfast. And then I looked at my phone. And you tweeted that, and I was like, oh, my God. And um, I was like, this is typical me. So irresponsible, so rude. Oh, my God. And then it was you were it wrong. It turns out that I am the irresponsible. But you had already one. tipped over the brunch table, spilling mimosa <laughs> everywhere. Really right onto America's mayor, Rudolph Giuliani. <laughs> it's true. But then I felt so great when I realized I hadn't missed it. So it was a horrible feeling Followed by a wonderful feeling. So I don't hold a grudge. Oh, thank you. Yeah, don't worry about it. You know what, Claudia? I won't. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, guys, can we Let's can get we right into running? it, Jordan. Sure. Okay. We've already, I... we've already checked off the stuff on my list. Super Cat, <laughs> the whole nine yards. I just learned that Mark Wahlberg's character name in the new Transformers movie is Cade Yeager. <laughs> His name in the movie is Cade Yeager, C-A-D-E-Y-A-G-E-R. C-A-D-E. Is that a traditional American name? Yeah. You know what? I would say no, except I did grow up with a Cade. There was a Cade Why? in my neighborhood. What? There was a Cade, and his brother was Court. Cade and Court. What? Yes. Wow. So if if I had not known that one Cade, I would say this is just a nonsense And name. the Court wasn't Bud Court? <laughs> no, it was not Bud Court. Um... So here's my question, R.E. Cade Yeager. <laughs> A, is this the stupidest name in the history of movies? <laughs> B, do you think we, as a group, can come up with a stupider name? Court Blort? <laughs> Court Blort. Well, a question one. Do you Can you guys remember a stupider movie name? I have two... I have two uh, contenders. Well, the thing is, is there's got to be... I mean, I would imagine... That there uh, there are focus groups just for the character names on on a movie that oh, big, sure. because we we once had uh, this might have been this might have been right after your mm. time on the Sound of Young America, but my dad went to the went to church with a guy who worked at a naming company. 
Wow. That named things. Wow. Mo- not mostly babies, mostly products. Oh, right. <laughs> but um, uh, I had him on The Sound of Young America once a long time ago uh, to try and think of a new name for The Sound of Young America because The Sound of Young America was a bad name. And he basically wouldn't do it for free. But he did talk to me a little bit about naming. I My guess is that all these, you know, Fark Clark type names, mm-hmm. Chud Pud, sure. they're, they are like battle tested. Oh, yeah. Mm. They've gone behind the one-way glass. You're running them by, mm. you know, NASCAR moms. You're running them by, you know, hardworking blue-collar types in Detroit. Just seeing – because, you know, those big movies, you got to hit four quadrants. Yeah, you got to get – you got to get uh, – what are the four quadrants? We're talking about young young male. Sure. Uh-huh. Older male. Gay male. Mm-hmm. Dead male. And, and dead, dead male. And yes, will the dead rise to see this movie, <laughs> yeah. I think, is, is, a, is a big question. <laughs> if they Express do, mail is the last one, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Um, so, yeah. Here are my two nominees for stupider name in movies. Wait, what was the, what was the Mark Wahlberg? Cade one? Yeager. Cade Yeager. <laughs> Cade Yeager. Nominee one. Kay, there was a Cade in your neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, C-A-D-E. See, I feel like... Normally, when something like that comes up, I can just, in my head, I can just make a mental adjustment for Jordan grew up in Orange County. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just as, like, if, if I told you, just if I told you that, like, all my neighbors went to Burning Man, you could be like, oh, Jesse grew up in San Francisco. <laughs> but Cade? Yeah, they were really religious, too. They were like, they were like, we don't believe in dinosaurs religious. Really? Yeah. Is Cade, is Cade a, biblical, a real, yeah. is it like a biblical name? That's what I, that's the thing I probably should have thought of. And what but, was Cade's personality? Uh, All-American, baseball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know. He was a baseball. Real. Was he, he sort was of a baseball, a, yeah. He oh, was a wow. circular. You can't get much more yeah. American than that. No, ma'am. That is great. Well, his bro- what was his brother's name again? Court. Court. Court was actually an apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> Cooling on a windowsill. When it's a boy's name. He unfortunately name. was swiped by a hungry hobo. <laughs> How do you spell court as a boy's name? So is it C-O? Oh, you know, it might have been short for Cortland, which is Cortland. Not, not, not a weird name, but that a is... little bit less of a weird name. No, I think it's a, it's it's a weirder weird. name. Courtland. Courtney. What about Courtney? Are boys named Courtney here? I think there are boys named yeah. Courtney in yeah. the world. Yeah, I don't. I would say a boy named Courtney in a third grade classroom in America today is in trouble. He would be looked upon askance. Yes, <laughs> Cortland is a is a place name. Yeah. Okay. Where? Uh, Cortland. Okay. I hate to correct you. Cortland is a place name. It's the street that my childhood best friend Jody Scott grew up on. Oh, okay. Obviously. So. Sure. Wow. Um, what are your other names? So the other two names. Uh, I have not seen this movie. Seems too bad to see. But I guess Will Smith's character name in After Earth was Cypher Rage. <laughs> Pretty good. I watched that on a plane. How was it? I didn't watch all of it. On I didn't watch the end. Oh, it got okay. a, it got a little boring. Okay. But it was, so you okay. would say that it, they could have pulled it out in the end. Yeah. Yeah, if 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 things got spicier, but they didn't. Instead of staying more erotic. Yeah, well, it is a like fa- it's a father son tale, so I wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> no, that unless maybe the little one had met a sexy alien, but he didn't. As far as yeah. I saw, that's well, like, but he like could have in the part that you missed. It's true. It's I true. think the fatal flaw in your reasoning here 
is that you didn't stick around to see the end of the movie. It's true. But we may have, like, the plane may have landed, a meal may have arrived, I could have fallen asleep. There are so many reasons, and you I don't think kn- you should you, blame me. You probably know what the reason See, here's the thing. You're listing a variety of reasons. Someone you know was there, and it's you. It's true. I was definitely there. But I may, maybe I took sleeping tablets. I don't know. So you think remember. it's possible that you got roofied. By myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so you don't remember the end of the movie After Earth. So mm. you can't be held responsible mm-hmm. for the fact. If there's some hot child on alien <laughs> yeah. fuck action in the last yeah. 20 minutes. But that could be completely appropriate because you because maybe aliens... I mean, the same age as kids. I don't know. Sure. Aliens could be the same age as you kids. Just, you don't know. I don't know how old aliens are. Yeah. Lindsay, do we have a ruling on whether uh, Kurd is a real name? Court. <laughs> Court. No. She's shaking her head no. You oh, sh- Cade. It's Cade. Yes. Cade. Is, are either of these biblical? Cade. Okay. <laughs> really? Short for cadence, she mm-hmm. said. So she says it's not. It's not, does not appear to be big biblical. Does appear to be a real name. Cade. Uh, I'm not mm. buying it. Yeah. And she knows one that's short for cadence, which is not a real name. That's a musical term. Sure. <laughs> okay. So Cipher Rage, uh-huh. nominee number one for stupider name. Yeah. Nominee number two in Face Off, Nicholas Cage's name is Castor Troy. His his brother's name is Pollux Troy. Ooh. I'm going to say Pollux Troy and Cipher Rage may be stupider. Man, Hard okay. to say, though. I'll Pollux tell you. Troy. It's tough. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think to some extent you are comparing apples and oranges. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that uh, I don't know if that colloquialism extends to the subcontinent. Wait, what is that? the antipodes? Mm-hmm. Um uh or the subcontinent mm. for that matter. Um any of the former colonies. Uh I I think you're you're comparing a category of name that I would call all-American badass, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is what Mark Wahlberg's name is. Sure. And let's face it, what the name Mark Wahlberg is. Right. With a category of name that I would call Spaceman Spiff. Sure. You know what I mean? Like a guy, a man of the future. Okay. Flash Gordon. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that accounts for cipher rage. Right. Yeah. But I think... I think even the face-off one is sort of halfway there. Yeah. Wait, who was Pollux Troy? I've a, seen fa- I saw Face Off quite recently. Uh, so uh, Face Off has been on cable a lot, hasn't it? Is that well, where you saw it? Did no, you, I saw it in Australia. Oh, okay. Over the Christmas. They're over, just getting it over, over there. The Christmas season. Yeah. <laughs> it's Australia's favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, well, yeah. I mean, what what how, what better way to celebrate the holidays? That's funny. Absolutely. America's favorite Easter movie is Young Einstein. Uh, oh, <laughs> and so it should be. Yeah. And so it should be. So, uh, Pollux Troy. So is which character it's was Nicolas that? Nicholas Cage's brother, the one who I guess has the whatever sort of MacGuffin they're looking for in the movie. He. Uh, so, but what about John? Is John Travolta his brother? Uh, no, John, John Travolta is the, the, the his enemy. I yeah, thought that's, that's his, his enemy. Yeah. Which one is good in the beginning? John Travolta. John Travolta is good in the beginning. But there's two Nicolas Cages? Uh, I would say John Travolta was good in the beginning, and then he had a long fallow period, and he was good <laughs> again right around Pulp Fiction. 
Mm. Couple movies after that, then he's been bad since then. I really liked Look Who's Talking. That's a really good point. So, yeah. Point taken. Okay. Do you mean Judge Walter's a bad actor or do you think he's evil now? <laughs> Are you saying he's that he's some sort of super criminal? What was yeah. his last movie? What's uh, he up to? I think Adina Manzel, that was his last movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, mispronouncing yeah. someone's name at the Oscars. Um, what was, yeah, what is the last John Travolta movie? He's got a real space face at this point. Mm. Yeah, he it, looks crazy. Like it, he, it would be like his. He's got. He's one of those. He's on the short list of people who now look so weird <laughs> that it would be hard to put them in a movie. Yeah, yeah, that like is credibly. A, it's a, a very sad thing about this town that you guys live in. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen so much plastic surgery in real <laughs> life, and it's really heartbreaking to see that. Yeah, but but on the other hand, you should have seen me like right after the motorcycle accident. <laughs> yeah, he looks bad. He looks I bad. was just a grisly mess. <laughs> just looked like a nightmare. I but do you understand the distinction that? Sure. I'm yeah. You know, I definitely do. I think yeah. I think they're both trying to. It's like naming someone baseball pie. Right. It's basically yeah. what they've done with Mark Wahlberg. But it has to have an element of punching someone in the stomach. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It uh, like like, what, it, like it doesn't take any shit. Yeah, like I think that's one of the good things about the name Cade mm-hmm. is it's it has a it has a k and a duh. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? Duh. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Kind of rhymes. It's an internal rhyme. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, right. Well, it's at the very least, Jager it's bomb. I would say yeah. it's assonant. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So it's so. a great name. Is that what the conclusion we've come to? Yeah, I guess it it's is. A good name. Do you guys want to go see Transformers after this? <laughs> yeah, Jordan. I have to say that you you were you were very clear that you wouldn't go see the movie After Earth. Yeah, much less clear about Transformers Seven: Attack of the Dinosaurs or whatever oh, it's called. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I watched the first Transformers movie uh, on on a cable. And uh, it is it is it goes down as one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I just mm. I just hated it. Uh, I have hated few movies more than Transformers. Did one. you make it all the way through? Um, uh, maybe not. Maybe not. I think. And what I do not like about the Transformers because I mean I'll go see a comic book movie. I'll go see a big action movie. I think those are great. But it, 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 there's so much bad comedy in Transformers. Mm. There's so much like lame improv from non improv. Are the people. Transformers improvising? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you know you do one for Optimus Prime, uh-huh. and you, then you, you let one? him go. You let him go. Oh yeah. Um, Just get that camera rolling. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, the good. He's the good Transformer. Semi truck. Are they aliens? They are they are aliens. They are aliens, yeah. They just happen to look like trucks. Machines. The Transformers, of why the, they why they are like they are, is unclear to me. They, wait, I think I can explain sure, it to you. Please. I'd like to know. There's a planet called Voltron mm-hmm. where all of the inhabitants look like cars, trucks, and military vehicles mm-hmm. of the 1980s. And planes and dinosaurs. And... <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. And dinosaurs of the mid 1990s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also some dinosaurs and ghetto blasters. Right. Which is boomboxes when they were called it's... ghetto blasters. And guns. Oh, and yeah. robots that turn into giant guns. <laughs> I remember one of them turned, just turned into a gun. Yeah. Hey, how do you even get around, gun man? <laughs> he just hovers. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I had, uh, I had the Transformer. I had the bad guy Transformer that turned into a ghetto blaster. Mm hmm. And one of his tapes, and I believe the tape turned into a puma. Cool. And, and uh, that was just – that was all I needed in the world. Question. Do they start as vehicles and become 
men I think they're, creatures. Their true state <laughs> their true state <laughs> is as a robot. Okay. And their disguise state is like when they want to be inconspicuous. You so you know, oh, when you wanna like cruise around disguise. undetected, you turn into a dinosaur so or a gun. I Transformers, robots in disguise. So it's a planet can of Can we do robots. that again and can I do the low part? Transformers, Transformers robots in meet disguise. the eyes. Oh. Great. oh, we did like a round. A round. <laughs> it was very nice. I like that. Row, it's beautiful. Row, row your boat. Um, Transformers. There you go. I, yeah. I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. I don't know the cosmology, but a bad way to disguise yourself would be like, let's say I wanted to disguise myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to be recognized. I wanted to slip through the streets of what is it, Chicago, that these things are set in. I think so. Uh, unnoticed. So one good thing I might disguise myself as, admittedly, semi truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One less good thing I would disguise myself as, dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> one even worse thing, twelve foot tall gun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, I don't think Mayor Emanuel is going to take kindly. <laughs> He's trying to get the guns off the street. Are there right. any female Transformers? I think uh, I was reading something where I guess in the world of the comic books, they have the first female Transformer, and that's been kind of a big deal. Uh, it, it, yeah, it feels like a big deal. Because her jugs are huge. When uh, – and did, does she become a jug or does she have She, two... she becomes two giant breasts, okay. yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know anything. I just – I was – yeah. I was just noticing that it happened. But I think in the proper Transformers universe, there are no female Transformers. And did the Transformers begin with a comic book or with the car- a toy or with a cartoon? Mm, don't know. I think there – I think it's going to be a simultaneous cartoon and toy. Sure. That's my – that's going to – I'm sticking with that. Yeah. Uh, and then first it was that and then second it was my downstairs neighbor Gus Iverson getting one of each from his grandparents and one of each Masters of the Universe. Wow. Literally one of everyone. When they Lucky came out, Gus. he would get them. <laughs> I had to get them at the secondhand toy store. I imagine something quite sad was happening in Gus's life that his grandparents that's felt they needed to give him every single one though. Gus, Fair enough. Gus so. had constant diarrhea. <laughs> so he needed every Transformer. <laughs> um, well, okay. Well, so, I mean, I I feel like we don't combined have a lot of knowledge about Transformers. Chunk yeah. Blastwell. Sure. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stupider name. Go for it. I just, Is it I Chunk just Blastwell. Did, well, I'm we're, I'm feel like right now we're we're in the spitballing. Period. Oh, are we making up names? Yeah. Okay. Great. Something stupider than Kade Yeager. I think Chunk Chunk Blastwell is solid. Silly Billy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Claudia, I don't. <laughs> I think that I'm just concerned that you may not quite. It's a cultural thing. It could be a cultural thing. thing. It could be a cultural thing. Well, I'll make, I'll submit Silly Billy and I'll just walk away from it. Okay. Obviously, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Um, I'm going to say Yip Blitzen. (laughs) <laughs> yep, what's it? I want it to be. I want it to be like that sounds plaus- European. Yeah, yeah. So they stupid. So- <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, that's. I want it to be like conceivable as an actual name, right? Like something right. that you you. Yep, Blitzen. Yeah. Oak. That Oak, would be. A good that is first a good name. one. Yeah, Oak okay. is a really go good there. one. Okay, so we got Oak. Oak Mighty. <laughs> It's a little bit too on the nose. Oak Fightly. Oh. 
<laughs> yep, Blitzen. Dear God, I hope I hope people are are taking notes on this. Yeah, these are all, by the way. I don't want people to think that we're proprietary about this stuff. Mm. Creative well, we Commons, are, right? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I will sue you if you if I see anybody on their fucking webcomic name something Yip Blitzen. My lawyers will come down on your fucking sorry ass. That means you, Dinosaur Comics. <laughs> creative, c- Creative Commons attribution. Okay, you can put these in your in your blockbuster action movie, but we demand to be in the credits. Okay. Totally. Special thanks to or oh, I want to be in the post-credit sequence teasing the next movie. That's uh, my demand. Would you like to just be like in the credit sequence doing bloopers? Yeah, oh, that's but great. To have not been in the movie at all prior <laughs> to that. I think that's the next step for yeah post-movie bloopers. Yeah, is like things that just didn't even come close to happening in the yeah. movie. Actors you've never seen before. You'll mm-hmm. definitely want to stay through the credits for Transformers Eight to see National Public Radio personality <laughs> Jesse Thorne take a nasty spill on a jet ski. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think, uh, like, well, I, I think a good sound would be, what about Gert? Mm. Gort? Yeah, Gort's good. I like Gort. Gort. And I don't think it has to rhyme, and I don't think it has to be an alliteration, but I think that I think that assonance of Kate Yeager is what I like so much about it. What about Fence? Oh, I like Fence a lot as a first name. Yeah. What about Gort Flambe? <laughs> <laughs> it's too European, Jesse. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Flambe. Yeah. Yort is the Yort is the fey mincing bad transformer. Wait, is it Gort or Yort? I turn into a Formula One car. I'm from <laughs> Europe. No one in America likes me. <laughs> Oh, I turn into one of those old-time French hot air balloons. <laughs> I think it's okay for the prime minister to have mistresses. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's Gort Flambe. This is the stupidest thing we've ever done. Just keep going. We've done a lot of stupid things. I think we need to stop calling out when we're doing something stupid. I think we just need to grab it by the balls, right, and charge ahead. Okay. Yeah. Well, I supp- I'm not against it. Yeah. Let's be clear. I'm just saying I don't think we need to point it out. I just came up with Gort Well, I feel like Bay. we're Carlos Mencia saying you guys are going to be offended by this. Get ready. Okay. Gort, Gort Flambe. Let's charge. Uh, can I point out that Gort Flambe could also just be French-Canadian? Oh, that's true. Canada Day is coming up. It's just something I know. It has Mount, nothing to do with. Mount Punchgut. Oh, Mount's good. I like Mount as a that's first name. That's good. That mm- is nice. Is punch guard um, like an act? That's an action. So, like, in just a way of life. Would you, so would you're saying be... it would be like Prince's unpronounceable symbol? Like he would yeah. say, "Hi, my name is Mount," and, and then, then he'll punch, punch you anytime he introduces you know himself. Exactly who you are? Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Well, that would be. I mean, that would be double helpful for him because anytime his enemies were plotting against him. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> they'd just, really. They'd take it out on each other. Yeah, mm. Glip Lister. <laughs> I, that sounds like a villain as well. I've got to say. Yeah, or a mouthwash. Yeah. I like Fence. I feel like that's my favorite first name that Thank we've come you. up with Fence? so far. Fence Thompson. <laughs> no. See, this your last names, Jordan, they don't they lack the force. Sure. Yeah, you do take you do take the your foot off the pedal for the for the last names. No offense. That's okay. But you you sort of come in really strong, and then you really sure. I was a I was a little offended. That's how I conduct most of my business. Yeah, <laughs> but 
Then once I understood that your intent was not to offend. Oh no, I just I'm trying to help you come up. With no, no, name. thank you. And this is right. Yeah. And thank you. You're just you're you're assisting. I'm us. here to help. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, Yahoo Siri. <laughs> I like this. That is it. That is a Yahoo good. Search Engine. <laughs> engine is good. And I feel like engine. Fence engine? No, that's not no, quite right. Not oh, good. huh. I loved it. I was ready to go with fence engine. <laughs> I was ready to call this whole thing off. <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop? Yeah, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh, Bart Poopsley. <laughs> no, Jordan. No, I'm going backwards. That's just scatology. We're, yeah. we're better no, than sure. that, Jordan. We are. Um... We've, we do a lot of Formula One stuff on this show. It's very classy. That's true, yeah. <laughs> this is a NASCAR program. It's me, the transforming Formula One car. <laughs> I have several small meals throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> I take midday naps and eat things that made out of sea urchins. I turn into a cheese ball <laughs> for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> um... <sighs> Okay, that's it. Fence. I think I got it. Okay. Oh. Oh, just a fart noise? Oh, it's a noise. Just a long fart cool. noise. Fence gunt. Fence <laughs> gunt. There, done. All we'll right. be back in just a second. <laughs> Hey, have you guys heard that Ladies and Lady podcast? Yeah, bro, I listen to my girlfriend all the time, and it's made a relationship so much better and healthy. But even though our relationship is healthy, I still totally want to date Barbara, Brandy, and Tess, because they're so funny and smart and pretty. Oh, my God, oh, that's so nice. What? Oh, they're here. Whoa. That's right, I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. And I'm Tess. And we're Lady to Lady. We're a podcast. It's the three of us. We have a fourth girl on every week. We solve lady problems. Just hang out. Talk about stuff. Sometimes we have characters. We get weird. You can listen to us every Wednesday. We got a new podcast out. Go to MaximumFun.org or iTunes. So it's Wednesday. I can download it right now. Oh my God, I better go. I can listen to it while I'm bench pressing my quads. Yeah, bro. Tight, bro. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Claudia Doherty, guest person. She is. It's true. All the way from the Antipodes. Yep. What does that, right. that mean? Uh, I don't know. It just means like down in the southern hemisphere, New Zealand and Australia are included in the Antipodes. That's all I really know. It's just like a zone. Let's, okay, <laughs> it's like good. a pretty sweet zone. Yeah. I don't want to get too too far into zones, so let's let's – change course here okay tell me tell me a little bit about where in australia you're from i'm from sydney australia that's one of the most famous things in all of australia exactly it's the best one it's the would you say it's number one what would i what would you say right now though if you were from melbourne i would i mean those melburnians i love melbourne melbourne's great but they've got a real chip on our shoulder on their shoulder i'll tell you why because sydney is like the beautiful blonde sexy older sister who right. is so good looking so sydney's like the you yeah, well yeah absolutely but then melbourne is also like the <laughs> hey claudia <laughs> nice opera house <laughs> thank you but then melbourne is like the brunette 
youngest, smallest sister with a great personality oh. who is actually like has great things, has great restaurants, sure. has great cafes, cheaper rent. But like where are the cool, sexy beaches? Right. They don't have them. They don't have it. So they don't they're have like, the sexy we're beaches. actually quite good. We're quite, quite European. And it's like, yeah, you are. But like look at it. The beach is just better. Right. That's it. <laughs> Right. We just win. End of the day. We don't even know that there's a fight. Right. Sorry, Melbourne. And Melbourne's going crazy. What's a third city in Australia? <laughs> there is Adelaide, which is the serial killer capital of the, the country. I've, you know, I've, I've heard horror movie nerds yes. recently talking about how good Australian horror movies are. We've got some – I mean, recent, in the past like five years, I've seen quite a few that have been very upsetting. Yeah. Wolf, is that because Wolf of all – Creek. Oh, sure. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. And Snowtown was horrible. So, I have not heard of Snowtown. <laughs> Snowtown is based on a famous true murder case that took place in Adelaide where uh, they uh, – it was like one guy sort of masterminded a series of killings of people so they could take their uh, their dole money. So you call that – what do you call – Welfare money? Welfare money. So he was essentially just to commit welfare fraud, so not even to get that much money. But I think he killed about 12 people and he then would put their bodies in barrels with acid. Oh, my. And then there's a really – So he had a system. Fun <laughs> movie called Snowtown about it, which is like a very highly acclaimed movie, but I think it might have given me depression. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like clinical depression. Yeah. The next Couldn't day I was get like, out of bed. oh, no. Yeah. Is that is yeah. that is that Australia's big like cultural export these days is horrible, upsetting uh, um, horror movies? I like sexy, hunky actors. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Australian yeah. hunks. Sure. We, that's what we specialize in. I mean, that's why I'm here in Hollywood, to be one of your hunky actors. Sure. <laughs> I was Because we actually, we ran into if, each hey, other the other Claudia, day. If you want to be a hunk, you got to have the buns. <laughs> <laughs> You've always said that. You've always <laughs> I've always said that. Listen. That's what Jordan's famous for. Actually, you probably have heard that on TV, like the ladies on The View say that a lot. Um, in nighttime, Jimmy Fallon says that a lot, but Jordan actually yeah. originated that. Yeah, it's really cool how many people Jimmy Fallon can get to say if you're if you want to be a hunk, you have to have the buttons. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> They're really unexpected. You wouldn't expect sure. celebrities. To be like cool about doing stuff like that because you think they're up on a pedestal, and they you know that a working man like you or I mm-hmm. would say, if you want to be a hunk, you, you gotta, gotta have the bun. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't necessarily expect that Meryl Streep's gonna say that. No, but certainly it's not. Jimmy Fallon's so playful, right? And people. certainly not with mm-hmm. the roots backing her. <laughs> it's a it's a rap that tells the story of the history of rap music. Through the phrase, <laughs> you want to be a hunk, you gotta, gotta have, have the, the buns. buns. Wait, so, so Claudia, is the do you, does, do you feel like Australia has an inordinate amount of hunks just walking around? Yeah, it's a it's a hunk hot house. Okay, down there. The triple, so what do you the got? Old Number H, one, you got the hunk hot house. You got the uh, you got uh, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Uh, Number two, you got Mel Gibson. Yep. The original, the original hunk. Yowza. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Just hearing the name makes me swoon. Great personality. And he's so Great racist. Great guy all around. Yeah. <laughs> number, number three and four, of course, you got the Australian Pickers from the show Australian Pickers. What's that? I don't know what that is. It's the Australian version of American Pickers. I downloaded it from the uh, Torrent website. Oh, no. Yeah. Americans, you don't download, you don't torrent much compared to Australians. That's something I've noticed. And Maybe we don't talk us. about it because we work in the entertainment industry. Right. <laughs> well, I just, I mean, Australia, because we get everything much later, it's like everybody does it. Not me, though. Definitely not me. Well, I don't do it either. But, uh, yeah, of course, you don't do it. Nobody here 
ever does that. I actually don't do it. I consider it stealing. Yes. Yeah. No. Same. Yeah. Same. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's it's different. I I'm uncomfortable talking about this now. Let's not talk about okay, torrenting. <laughs> uh, and let, I mean, if if there's a foreign reality show that isn't isn't available, what I think do they that's pick reasonable. on Australian yeah, what do they pickers? Pick? It's a pretty crappy. I'm gonna not gonna lie to you. Australian pickers is easily the worst of the three pickers that I've seen. I've seen American pickers, Canadian pickers, and Australian pickers, and Australian pickers is the worst. They just go to Tasmania and look at junk cars. <laughs> it's oh, a real bummer. They're picking junk cars. Yeah, like well, they're they're buying like old advertising stuff, you know, right. enamel signs, whatever. Uh huh. So but, it's furniture. It's furniture? In some cases. I'm just Claudia, so I want I feel like our audience at home isn't getting a sense of the broad variety of intrigued faces and expressions that you've <laughs> offered us over the course of this program. Well, there's so much to be to learn from you guys. I have no idea what uh, a picker is and what they pick, so I just I want to learn. Yeah. That's they, why I came. It's look Suffice it to say, they don't pick a banjo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that should suffice it. But if they found like an antique banjo, they might? They might buy sure. that. Yeah. They might buy that. Let's talk more about Australia. I okay. want to learn more about Australia. I've never been there before. Ask, ask me anything. Okay. So other than other than horror movies and hunks, what else yeah. are you guys putting out? Uh, just um, beautiful foods. Okay. Excellent produce, mm-hmm. um, really good mines, lots of good uh, <laughs> natural. Right. Yeah, we've got lots of mines. The richest woman in the world lives in Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gina okay. Reinhart. She in, she inherited a mining uh, business, and she's really aggressively expanded that business in a way that might destroy the planet. Um, but she's kind of a hero. I mean, I can as a feminist, I consider her a hero. Sure. Yes, she's really um, leaned into her mines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She, she, it turns out she can't see down to the bottom. <laughs> She's like, ah, no, I'm going to get one of those hats. You need a light. I'm going to get one of those lamp hats. Some kind of, some kind of light. What else have we got? We've got like beautiful uh, fish fish everywhere. Really? Mm-hmm. Just walking around? Yeah. Walking fish. Like what about, on land? What yeah. about marsupials? Do you study those in school? Uh, big time. Big time. Yeah. I was so. Is that like the whole of fifth grade is just marsupials? It's kind of like from the very beginning, but it right. always felt like like kind of lame compared to other countries who had like elephants and lions. Where it's like we've got like small things that have eggs and pouches. <laughs> They're like mammals, but they lay eggs. It's true. It's pretty good. It is. It is pretty good. They're but oviparous. Of, yeah. But they're just, I mean, it can, and we've got like very poisonous things, so that's quite good. Oh, yeah, that great is Great white sharks. But what's, the most, like, what's the most poisonous thing? Oh, we got Mel Gibson's Invective. <laughs> the brown snake is pretty poisonous. That's yeah. going to kill you, <laughs> definitely. The brown snake? Mm-hmm. It's a good name, isn't this it? This is the most poisonous snake in our entire continent. What the, shall we call it? <laughs> brown, yeah, brown snake. Yeah, brown. I don't know. It's. Uh, it's I don't know, Joe's brown. <laughs> <laughs> so the smaller the snake is, the more dangerous it is. That is generally the rule of thumb sure. in Australia. And then also there's the black, the white tip spider. That's a pretty bad spider. That won't kill you, but it has a necrotite. When it bites you, the venom creates a necrotizing sore, which co- a wound that could spread for the rest of your life. I hear when you get one of those sores, your parents will buy you all the Transformers. <gasps> <laughs> I hear that you don't have to complete the semester. You just get straight A's. Oh, cool. Mm. That's what I heard. 
That's what I heard. Well, the person I know who got bitten by one of them on the head eight times, he can't hear out of his ear anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah. Are the wounds still there? The wound has stopped growing for him, which is great news because they can't judge. Oh, yeah. He lost like a lot of hair on that side of his head and he can't hear out of that ear. Cover up the hair lock. A hat. But luckily, the sun is very strong in Australia, so that's like quite a reasonable look. Can't they just cut his head off? <laughs> they could. They could. I've suggested. In America, it. you will get beat up for wearing a hat. Really? You will get beat oh, up. I'll be careful. Not Another to wear my big hat. cultural difference. Yeah. yeah. Hat fights. I have a question. I we don't... got them over here. You guys don't have them over there. <laughs> I understand that there's a lot going on in Australia that's not just Yahoo serious. Mm-hmm. But here in America, we still have Carrot Top. Mm-hmm. Only he exercises more. Yes. So he's really muscular. Yeah. And in my imagination, Yahoo Sirius is still a minor famous person in Australia, but he's super ripped. I think he might actually more of, have more of a yoga body. Mm. He's lean. Yeah. Where would you see a Yahoo Sirius as a judge on a talent competition? No, you wouldn't. You know what? He's a, he's a pretty elusive character. You, you, he never does anything. Like Gene Wilder. Really? He never does any television or – I mean maybe he's doing something that I'm not aware of and that's terrible for me to say. But right. he's not in the public eye at all. I think he might live near the beach where uh, Home and Away is filmed. Okay. I don't think you have that here though. What's, yeah, what's Home and Away? Home and Away is our long-running Australian beach soap opera. Mm. Yeah. What's going on on it now? Um, I I mean, to be honest, I don't know, but that's yeah, where... Yahoo Serious moved in recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hems- really shook things up. <laughs> that's where a lot of the mega hunks start, though. Like your Hemsworth oh. brothers, they were all... Are the Hemsworths all- Australians? Yes. I mean, it makes sense, but... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So they all started in Home and Away. Interesting. Mm. Do all Australia... At what point in school does Australia separate out the hunks... And start teaching them American accents. The hunks get separated really early. Right. And it's surprising because, like, when you're young, you can't really, you know, sort of like a chubby face five-year-old, you wouldn't necessarily say they've got hunk potential. But there are doctors who know who's going to become a hunk. What? <laughs> they have a, there's a hunk gene. Absolutely. What proportion of uh, Australian school girls mm. would you say are, are going to grow up to become – uh, mega foxes mm. like Nicole Kidman and yourself. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, like, and Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's, yep. I've named three really big stars there. Right. Um, uh, Naomi Watts, she actually did play my mom in an ad when I was nine years old. Wow. Which was really ridiculous because I think she was about 19. So it made no sense. No, it makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't um, spent much time in America. <laughs> oh, oh my. Uh, yeah, so, but I can't remember how many, yeah, there's more hunks than foxes, I right. think. I think there are more hunks than foxes. I Is think that because to too, ma- too, many, too many women are working out for bulk? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, you know, it's a very hunk-inducing atmosphere. They just have the one, they have the one performance track and they're trying to put <laughs> everyone in there. Exactly. And just what happens is the women start working out for bulk. And yeah. Is there um is there something now that you uh so you, you're kind of uh, you're American you're you're here kind of for an indeterminate amount of time right Yes I'll probably be going back in August Okay Yeah Is there something you cannot get here that you uh, would like Oh <laughs> um, I'm offering you, to go to Australia oh, you to mean get an it for Australian you. thing I yeah, see yeah, 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 sure Well everybody like a food item Vegemite. or I do really want Vegemite Oh interesting Yeah I, I, do, okay. I don't know where to find it here hmm. 
You've got a lot of coconut oil. Okay. But I can't find Vegemite. What is Vegemite based on? It's like a And how is it different from Marmite? It is just nicer. Okay. It's nicer. It's just also it's like – has to wear a hat because of its spider bite. That's true. It's thicker and darker than Marmite. Marmite's kind of uh, got a translucent quality Mm -hmm. whereas like Vegemite is black as night. And you won't be able to see through it. And to me, because it's the taste I grew up with, I love it. And I long for it. And I don't know what to put on my toast in the morning. Can I ask you a question? Is it true that some comedians that we know here in the United States as not being particularly famous are what I call Australia famous, specifically Arch Barker? Yes. Arch Barker famous in Australia. Yeah, that's very true. Because he does the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I think he has a house in Byron Bay. I wonder if I'm revealing terribly personal details. (laughs) I think that's fine. You know, just say the address and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) And uh, so he does those. And so you build up – he builds up an audience there every year and he goes on TV all the time. Often and those he'll do panel shows and late night talk shows. There was a there was and a couple beloved. guys when we were in the UK. There was a couple guys that Colin Anderson, our our friend and colleague, the producer of International Waters, <clears throat> said to me like, "Oh, you'll be so excited! So we'd go out to a show, you know, to see mm-hmm. our friend Josie Long or something. He'd be like, you'd be so excited that blah blah blah, the great Blimp American Lisbon. comedian, <laughs> Blimp Lisbon is on the show." <laughs> he's, he's a famous American comedian, and uh, I have no idea who this person is right, yeah. at all. Uh, but he is American. That's verified. I remember some of them being funny. I mean, look, we know we know Arge Barker a little bit. from uh, He's from San Francisco, and back when we used to do uh, comedy stuff in the Bay Area a little bit when we were uh, in college and just out of college, uh, you know, Arge was still around San Francisco, and he's as funny as it gets. I mean – yeah, I wish he funny. was. I wish he was funny in the United States. Yeah, I think he just goes where he wants to go because he's uh, a free spirit. Yeah, I believe and that. And he can do comedy wherever. And he, I think he, I think Byron Bay really suits him. Byron Bay is like a relaxed beach town. Uh, but I hear a hippie, that, a hippie uh, vibe. I hear there's a lot of intrigue though. Yeah, like relationship stuff, a lot uh-huh. of roiling intergenerational, <laughs> <stuff>. various Hemsworths, <laughs> Ryan roiling intergenerational. I can't, I can't, I cannot comment on that at, at all. Right. But I think he does very well, or he did in the past, because I haven't seen him for years. Yeah, well, yeah. I think he's great. Um, what are your? What you you mentioned hippies over there? Are hmm. your hippies comparable to ours? I haven't met any of yours. Hmm. I mean, I've seen Forrest Gump. Okay, do you think Forrest Gump is a hippie? <laughs> yeah. So your well, hippies Jenny are a lot is, like Jenny Forrest Gump. Oh, that's right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Jenny is definitely a hippie. And he, Gump, Gump goes out with her. So. That's true. Okay. So <laughs> Gump is known in the film. Sure. I call him Gump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but, so you, but that tracks to you. Like those are. Oh, it tracks seem, hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Claudio Doherty's funny. Yeah. Um, but you guys have like. Marijuana and hacky sacks mm-hmm. and drum circles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and uh, what is the thing where it's like two sticks? Oh, devil sticks. Devil sticks. That's three sticks. Oh, I don't know. You th- you're thinking of two Maybe sticks I'm with an addition. You're holding drumming. two sticks, but you're hitting a third stick. Yeah, you're, you're flipping. A- yeah, that's yeah. devil sticks. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We've got all of those dumb things. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like that. That's something that transcends uh, nationality. Well, let's talk a yeah. little bit about Los Angeles because you've been here for a month or so. Yes. A month and a half mm-hmm. maybe. 
Um, tell me a little bit about what strikes you about America. Okay. Here are the things. Number one. <laughs> well, I... Our the, the movie less... characters have cool names. <laughs> the movie characters have cool names. Uh you know, it's nice to see the uh, location from the car race from Greece. Right. Because <laughs> that, that, it's the Los Angeles River, right? Mm-hmm. That obviously is in like film and television sure. all the time. And like you, as the big, a kid, uh, the you big don't motorcycle know... chase from T2. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. As a kid, you're just like, what is that terrible place? Yeah, what is that, <laughs> that looks thing? Horrible. I remember that too. I remember thinking, like, what is. Th- that what? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just it's just that thing that's there that everyone does their movies in, right? Uh, so that's really cool to get to finally meet the Los Angeles River, right? And go, oh, oh, it's the it's the river, yeah. right? It's a river, it's a river. Yeah. Um, what else has struck me? The weather it reminds me very much of Sydney, so that's not a big difference. But and I've been living in London for the last two years, so that mm. is a true. Pleasure for me to enjoy that. I can only imagine. Um, wear some of my summer threads. Sure. Finally. Well, you're wearing a nice you're wearing a nice jumper right now. That's right. Thank you. Romper, jumper, romper, I, romper, I think, romper. I don't know. They're both. No, she's wearing a jumper, <laughs> the kind that inflates with air and children <laughs> bounce inside. Sure, also yeah. known as a bounce castle. Yeah. Well, in Australia, a jumper is a sweater. Yeah, I, mm. I said jumper, but I meant I meant romper. I think it's just like whatever you're doing in it. it the outfit becomes. It's like, are you doing sitter. more jumping I'm or wearing a sitter? Right, you're doing a pod. You're wearing a podcaster. Yeah. Right now, I'm wearing a crying on the insider. <laughs> <laughs> what else has struck me? Um, I tell you what, everyone in LA loves to do: talk about movies. That, that is a funny, really it's weird because it's like we didn't every, just talk about that for forty five. Everybody minutes. likes movies. Mm-hmm. That's great. Everyone that is a great in the world. Everyone likes right, movies. Sure. So you can talk about movies sure. with people. From, but from, there is an intensity to the way people talk about movies here that is weird. From Manila to Bombay, now yes. known as Mumbai. Yeah, people love. To talk about movies, they love to talk about movies, but they wait, the way they talk about movies here is it's more reverent and intense. Yeah, well, that's why people vote for Oscars for movies that are about how great movies are. <laughs> yes, it is pretty strange to have a a town that is exclusively about show business, and I know that is essentially why I'm here as well. But sure. it is crazy. I think that the the way people talk about movies. Uh, here in Los Angeles is why people think it was like a really good idea for Inglorious Bastards, a movie <laughs> about uh, World War II Nazis and the extermination of multiple entire peoples uh, to end with a metaphor that's basically about how great movies are, <laughs> how great and important movies are. Yeah, movies are really important to you guys I can t- t- here in America. Sure. No, here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's something I something I – I've been noticing lately is the like something that that I uh, have been having a hard time with is the is the feel like p- people's people's vitriol toward okay movies and that's right. something that might be a Los Angeles specific thing that's going on. Do you think but that's people, because there's a glut of okay movies? I don't know. I mean, I think it's that wanting to have an opinion. I think yeah. that's more what it is. If that's more like fuck Spider Man two, you know, like eh, really, do you feel that strongly about how Wait, bad Spider Man? People don't like Spider Man two. People hate. Oh, Spider-Man the new Spider Man two. The people amazing. Hate, yeah, Spider-Man just like 2. stuff like that. Just like amazing Spider Man. Like 2. how how you know yeah, yeah that's because I loved regular Spider Man two. Sure. 
Uh, it was called that, wasn't it? Regular Spider-Man. Regular spider <laughs> It was weird at the time, but <laughs> yeah. I think they knew they were going to have to reboot it. Well, they it. were setting things up yeah. for later. I mean, they, they make Bibles for these things. Sure, exactly. Called. They have the long game in mind. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's been something that I've kind of had, I've had a hard time – these are conversations I've had a hard time sitting through is people, people getting rage-filled about a movie that's just okay. Yeah, but I think that's out. what it is. I think that's what it is like – Everyone else around me is having a strong opinion. Mine needs to be stronger! And yes. it's getting really crazy. And I'm like, nah, you guys aren't having any fun anymore. Yeah. You're, yeah th- anyway. What do you guys do for fun in Los Angeles? Uh, hacky sack. <laughs> uh, devil, devil sticks. sticks. <laughs> Mainly the Marijuana. devil sticks, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Un- unicycle. I have a, a, yeah. a mountain unicycle, so I do that. Wow. That is a cool way to get around. It is. Ultimate. I play a lot of ultimate. Ultimate, yeah. What is ultimate? Ultimate frisbee. Okay. Yeah, well, that's what a little reductive, Jesse. Well, it's a it's a. Disc. I call it frisbee ultimate because is, it's, frisbee's a brand. Frisbee's Jesse. a brand, so it's a disc sport. Uh huh. It's a really cool disc sport. And there's um, no uh, there's no officials, so it's just kind of governed by the group. Like if the group thinks right. there's a foul, it's like a lot of the flies. It's kind a self policing, yeah. And then yeah, we'll, we like to conch. yeah murder. <laughs> we always murder Throw one at the end as kind of a metaphor, right? Yeah. Great. Kill the hippie. Sure. Split her throat. <laughs> yes. Spill her blood. Here's another difference. You guys have coyotes. Oh, yeah. And how. Yeah, big time. They're everywhere. That's cool. You get a lot of those guys, huh? Foxes in London, very magical, very exciting. Mm-hmm. There was a fox family living in my backyard. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that Are they dangerous at all? Thrilling. They have been known to bite a baby or two. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> you've got to bite a baby or two. <laughs> they, you when eat them. When you're a now. fox, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But so I guess in oh, I've got a lesson for you, Oliver. <laughs> you've got to bite a baby or two. Is what they the foxes do. Yeah, sometimes if they just go into your house, just don't let them in the house. And if in, I, it's hard if to they're res- in your house. Mm. Can I just say if they're in your house? In a different room than the baby, or just put the baby up high, like on top of a shelf. Yes, because yeah, I mean, who doesn't want a house full of foxes? Only a real turkey. Yeah, right. Do you guys have you guys have foxes here though too, right? But not in Los Angeles, right? Not yeah. in Los Angeles. There may be foxes in like Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there might be some Griffith Park foxes. Maybe that some kind of fox. That lives Don't you in. think a coyote would kill a fox? You're making a a really emphatic gesture Like a here. karate chop gesture. Like get right up in there. Yeah, I think a coyote could take a fox. Have and you, I'll tell you why. Have you guys ever touched a coyote or fought one? I've uh, I've waved my arms so one would go away before. Ah. So I guess that's like a fight. That's yeah. like us having a it's duel. It's the beginning of a Man fight. versus nature. I have, you won the fight. And I, I won the ha- fight because I'm own- bigger and I can wave my arms really fast. I own a coyote that I enter in illegal coyote fights oh. for wagering. Is that what you mean when you say f- fight a coyote? Could you dress your coyote as a chicken and enter it, enter, enter it into illegal chicken fights? I think you would win if you did that. <laughs> I mean, I do enter them into illegal chicken fights, but the coyote is sitting on my shoulders and we're in a public pool. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You ever do that? Chicken fights where you sit chicken on someone's shoulders? Oh, yeah. something in Australia, but yeah. that was real good, Jordan. Yeah. That was real yeah. fun. It's fun. Oh, it was a fun little bit. Yeah. Oh, fun little bit. Um, yeah. It is, I, I don't know. I kind of – I enjoy seeing a coyote, being a little bit afraid of it, and then watching it 
cower because then I feel like realistic, like mighty. It makes you feel like a big man. Yeah. You make them cower? Oh, totally. Oh, my God. Because I wave my arms so fast. They're like, oh, man, right. I'm getting out of here. Okay. Look at that guy wave his arms. Some of these coyotes in my neighborhood, they're not taking any mess from anybody. Maybe you're just not waving your arms fast enough. Maybe you're not a, making yourself appear large enough. You think it's about speed? Well, I think it's about speed. It's about, yeah, it's just about appearance, how you carry yourself. So you think that this, that once again, I think you th- think this goes, you go, think this goes back to my posture. Yeah. Jordan, I'm not signing up and for And grammar. Your, Jordan, I am not signing up for your Alexander technique If your class. enunciation. Over and over, you ask me to sign up for your Alexander technique. If you just would technique. speak more clearly, the coyotes would run away. <laughs> If you just would speak more clearly, the, the coyotes, coyotes would run, run away. Oh, I did it wrong. That's okay. So. It's okay. You're you're a foreigner. <clears throat> it's true. You'll you'll learn our custom soon enough. <laughs> I gotta learn that one. That's we'll, the main one I wanna learn. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris Boy Detective. Claudia O'Doherty, a guest for the day. Or evening, depending on when you at home are listening. Yeah. Our sponsors this week on the program. I like to listen at twilight. Jordan. What? Now you're just being willfully difficult. Sorry. Can I, I listen? Is it, or is it okay with you if I listen to the show during twilight? No. When it's I'm feeling be... at my most erotic. No, because. <laughs> when those... my erotic powers are at their mightiest. Those sexy supernatural creatures are going to be a distraction. Yeah. We want you focused on the audio content. We don't want you taking a look at those gentlemen from the movie whose name I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, what? What are we talking about? Twilight. Oh, okay. Yeah. VG Kids, a sponsor on this <laughs> week's program. Uh, VG Kids do all our printing. They are a full-service screen printing company specializing in silk screen, rock posters, art prints, and wedding invitations. Custom apparel with specialty inks, eco-friendly record packaging, vinyl stickers, and full-color digital printing. They basically, big or small, they print almost everything. VGKids.com is their website, and uh, if you go there and uh, mention that you heard about them on Jordan Jesse Go, you get ten percent off. Yeah, all you got to do is just tell them Jordan Jesse Go sent you, and they'll give you they'll give you a solid ten. Get over there. You know what? I say browbeat them a little bit. Maybe they'll make it eleven. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's not a guarantee. I haven't talked to the folks at VG Kids about this. Do a little browbeating, but I say beat around it's the always, brow a little. It's always a good good policy. Sure, when you're starting a business relationship, you always want to browbeat a little <laughs> oh, yeah. up top. Immediately. <laughs> um, we've also got something up on the Jumbotron this week, Jordan. Uh, this is from St- the Steel City Improv Theater in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They are a home for long-form improv comedy, and they have five level one, eight-week intro to improv classes, and you can register for them right now. They start in August. You go to steelcityimprov.com slash classes, and you use offer code JJGO, and you register for your class today. Yeah, you get the 50 bucks off if you use JJGO for any of their eight-week classes, Steel City Improv in Pittsburgh, which is in the great state of Pennsylvania. A lot of folks don't know that. Now they do. Um, knowing is half the battle. If you want Transformers, sp- <laughs> robots in disguise. Anyway. <laughs> if you want to sponsor a future episode of Jordan, Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's cheap, fast, and easy for a single episode to share your message. If you're an actual Jordan, Jesse, go listener, go to MaximumFun.org slash 
Jumbotron. We'll be back in just a minute on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Claudia, Claudia get your head in the game. Mm. Claudia. Claudia or a Doherty guest. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. No, I mean, no one told me that that was a thing that was going to be happening in the show. Claudia, do I have to, to, we've, done it, we've done it three times. Do I have to point you every time? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. I apologize. I apologize to Thank you. Thank you for laying down the law. Yeah. I if apo- there's anything else we can do to make you more comfortable, <laughs> to make the show go more smoothly, let us know. I apologize to the president of Australia. The Hemsworth Brothers. Mm-hmm. And I. That lovely opera house. I apologize to that legendary opera house. Mm. And I apologize to the t shirt that my grandparents brought me when I was five that said, My grandparents went to Australia and all I got was this stupid t shirt. It would say stupid or lousy? Lousy, lousy. Okay. They also brought me back a joke book mm-hmm. of uh, fun Australian jokes that turned out to be racist. Uh oh. Oh. Against Bummer. the Maori? Against the Chinaman. Ah. Which was a word that was in it that I used at a friend's house. Uh-oh. Who was half Chinese. Hmm. Oh, man. When I was like seven. I'm going to say seven. Seven years old, eight years old. That's cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I definitely remember a few times in childhood have, have heard a racist joke and then just wanting to tell a joke and then not knowing it was racist until mm. I told it in mixed company. I think yeah. I said kraut. I think I said kraut at like a family <laughs> dinner or something because I just wanted to tell a joke. I, the one – my one saving grace mm-hmm. is the content of the joke was not racist. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Can it you was, tell the joke? It wasn't a joke. Just instead of saying I'm Chinaman, say, say boomerang. I can, I, can say it with, I can say it with Chinese person. OK. Mm-hmm. OK. So it, uh, a Chinese person, an English person, and a Scottish person were – in a uh, a hot air balloon traveling over the British Isles. Mm. And as they were passing over Scotland, the Scottish person looked looked out on the landscape and said, "Ah, my beautiful Scotland." And then as they were as they passed down into England, the English person said, "Oh, my beautiful England." And then uh, the Chinese person uh, threw their dishes overboard and said, "Oh, my beautiful China." Ah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Not bad, but very racist. Very. But racist. if you if you use an outdated sure. word, so I guess what I'm saying is, Claudia, your country really burned me. Yeah. On that one. Or did your grandparents burn you? Combo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combo platter. Yeah. Yeah. A tag team burning. Yeah. Jesse's parents and the nation of Australia. Um. If something momentous happens to you, our listener, like say you accidentally tell a racist joke at a uh, party, uh, dinner gathering mm-hmm. with your childhood friend's parents, and then they won't let you him come over to your house anymore, Tony McCauley, <laughs> um, <laughs> then uh, we ask that you call us at 206 To be fair, Tony McCauley is the least Chinese name of all time. <laughs> was How also, are you to know? He was half Chinese and half Italian, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, 206-984-4FUN. 206-984-4FUN is the telephone number to call. Tony McCauley was a nice guy, and he had 
He had a, a Turbo Graphics and a Sega Master System. Pretty good, Tony McCauley. Yeah. What kind the, of disease did he have? No, to where he got two uh, video game systems. I don't know. He always wore a hat. Mm. Impossible to tell. Sure. <laughs> it's probably just a big spider bite underneath there. Put it, put it, folks. If you're out there and you haven't put the Jordan Jesse Go phone number into your phone, I'm giving you a chance to do it right now. You're probably listening on your phone. This is 2014. You're not listening on your Creative Labs Zen player. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you should send out an email with the number. To who? Uh, to, to President the, Barack to Obama and have him let everybody he'll know? He'll forward it to everybody in America. <laughs> or to your president, the Hemsworth brothers. I mean, both of <laughs> Sherman <be> Helmsley. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's a global... Sherman Helmsley was the president of Australia? <laughs> that would be really It would be fun. unusual. It would be unusual. <laughs> it would be fun because he'd bring his unique brand of <laughs> fast-talking inner-city comedy <laughs> to the August halls uh, of Australia's capital building. It's true. Do you have a capital building? Yeah. What do you got, a parliamentary democracy? Yeah. In Cam- Canberra's where it mainly is our Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. I've been to Washington, D.C. It was cool. Yeah, Washington, D.C. is pretty cool. Mm. I like Washington. I think Washington, my mom's from Washington, D.C., so I have some nice family memories. But like uh, we've gone back for shows and stuff like that. And I've never been to Washington, D.C. Really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I've only done go. bullseyes in Washington, D.C., uh, but basically, like, Washington, D.C. is full of uh, tourist bullshit. Uh, but, like, almost all of the tourist bullshit's pretty great. Like, yeah. all of the Smithsonian is totally great. Yeah. Like, the Lincoln Memorial's totally great. The Vietnam Memorial's totally great. Like, Washington, really D.C. is pretty good. And it's, it's got a, a lot of stuff from Forrest Gump. Yeah. Ma- it's mainly, like, Gump, Gump stuff. Yeah. Is there, is there a Bubba Gump shrimp there? I'd say so. I figure there's a couple. Yeah. I've never been to one of those. How are they? Are they good? It's probably America's best restaurant. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Momofuku. Yeah. Number one. Planet Hollywood number two. <laughs> number n- number three, Bubba Gump Shrimp. Well, I don't know. Per se. It might be per se. Mm-hmm. Number three, French Laundry number four. Number five, Bubba, Bubba Gump, Gump Shrimp. Shrimp. Okay. Number six through like 250 or so is going to be Applebee's. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Applebee's. There's only the one become shrimp as far as I know. <laughs> I think I think they're all over the place. No, I think there's only one because every time I I've been in it in a oh because you can't I get think a table. it moves around. I think they oh, move it's like it around. A pop-up but thing. sure, yeah, yeah. It's one of those cool pop up ones. Like like cool fusiony. Yeah, it's pop like up. a cool fusion pop up. Have you? Can I ask you guys before we get into our momentifications? Can I ask you one Washington D.C. question? Yes, I have never been. I don't know if you guys read magazines or other periodicals. Occasionally. Or surf internet. Yes. But... I subscribe to Swank. <laughs> sure. I, uh, I've been noticing a lot or have been in any airports lately. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of advertisements for Washington, D.C. Mm. And the slogan for Washington, D.C. is D.C. cool. And it just... It's pictures of like... DC Talk. 30. <laughs> it's pictures of Mr. T from the movie DC Cab. <laughs> it's pictures of like hip 30-ish year old, but not actually hip. Like sort of, uh, they look like, I don't know, like they look like characters on a network television show kind of thing. Like they're sort of dressed like they were on How I Met Your Mother, maybe. 
Um, but they're like, like if they're in a car insurance ad aimed at young people. Yeah, but not that young. Like, okay. like I like people with like lawyers. Okay, like 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 hip lawyers, yeah. like lawyers that like, but they like to go out. Are they wearing suits? They're wearing like like the guy is wearing like a hip suit with no tie, if I remember uh-huh. correctly. And it's all like uh, it's all kind of monochromatic with mm-hmm. a bluish tone. Mm-hmm. Again, this is from memory. Uh, and it is the least appealing single advertisement I've <laughs> ever seen in my entire life, not to mention the least convincing. Like, it is so bad at conveying the message. <laughs> that the, Like, there's no thing worse that you could do to convince someone that something is cool mm-hmm. than to have that thing say to you, I am cool. <laughs> <laughs> like... Who approved the outlay on this? Yeah, I think it was probably just like the the Chamber of Commerce met. They're like, well, we're having a problem with tourism. We get a lot of older people. Definitely. We need cool people. We need the you know we need those you know hard drinking, gastro pubby type young people to come in with all their disposable income. Get the dinks in here. They said. Tell mm-hmm. them it's cool. And then yeah, there's like we need something to convey that DC is cool. And then the person just wrote down that. And then for some reason it went to print. Was the line DC is cool or DC cool? I think the line is just DC cool. Wait, so wait, 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 wait hold on, hold on, hold on. DC OOL or DC space cool? DC space C O O L. Which I just, I spent a lot, I lived there for two summers. Mm-hmm. Why? Spent a lot of time there because my mom's from there. So great place. I might even say that elements of it are cool. Not so much the white people. But <laughs> why did you point at me when you said white people? <laughs> you know, like you, asshole. Yes, I'm white. Finally. I can be honest with the listeners. I know I've <laughs> I've put on the cool persona of, of a an... swinging Filipino. <laughs> I saw a Philippine I saw David Burns Filipino musical How was in that? New York. It was great. No, oh, cool. Wait, David Byrne has a Filipino musical? Yeah, he wrote a musical about Imelda Marcos. And so the entire cast is Filipino, and it's about the Philippines and Imelda Marcos. It's great. That sounds fun. I've never I've never seen a Pinoy musical spectacular, and mm. I think I might enjoy it. It was great. It's called Here, Here Lies Love. It's at the public theater. Go check it out. Who's who's the star? Is it, it uh, was just under- Apple D. App, or is it <laughs> Apple D. App and Friends? It was a it was a, an understudy because apparently there was a very bad virus in mm. the cast, so everybody had swapped roles. So my friend uh. Mike Espino from high school. Yeah, he was there. Cool. He was what a beautiful voice. He's a very beautiful. My voice. friend Maria Calpito that lives on the first floor. <laughs> yeah. She was fantastic. These are Filipinos we know. Yeah. We're racist, by the way. <laughs> uh, they're called – it's called a Philippine man. Uh, sorry. <laughs> they threw all the Philippines over the side of the <laughs> balloon. Ah, my Philippines. Um, anyway, if you see a DC cool advertisement in a magazine, just remember, Jesse gave you the tools to see through the bullshit. <laughs> I know. You were probably convinced. Do you think that the original – do you think the original advertising artwork for the DC Cool Spots just featured the Capitol Steps? <laughs> right, yeah. With Mark Russell. <laughs> with accompanying, accompanying piano by Mark Russell. It's just, it's just Bob Dole in a, in a wheelchair <laughs> raising a finger like, like flapper style. Yeah. I should hope so. It's an animated gif, by the way. 
So wait, there's no. I'm. I'm. Sorry. We need to. We need to move on. We should not talk more, that much more about the advertisement. But right. did they have? Were there other pictures of like food or cocktails or? They're like in zip like, lining. Were there They're, any women in the ad, or was it just like one lawyer having a cool time? <laughs> it's just one lonely man. That's what Washington D.C. is. This is cool. One sad man in a suit that took his tie off. That makes sense. Um, it was no. It's it's like a it's like a club scene. But right. like a loungy club scene. An after-work kind of club? Yeah, because everybody in D.C. works hard, but they but also they play, play medium. Right. I'd say medium. Well, from their show House of Cards, they play very hard. They, mur- yeah. they murder and they, <laughs> they, <laughs> mur- they thrill-kill. They murder and they screw. That wow. is what they do. That's how they play. It's probably – And they speak right to camera. My well, best guess you know is – what's going on. I do declare. It's very much like that, isn't it? There's no music in the advertisement obviously because it's a print advertisement. Sure. And there's no outward signs. But I have to presume they're at a go-go concert. Mm-hmm. They're at the go-go. <laughs> and they're probably doing debut. <laughs> That's my best guess. My best guess is that they're doing debut. Probably. OK. Let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and possible guests. Uh, this is Thomas from uh, Surprise, Arizona. So uh, last week, this is my moment. So last week, I came out of the closet as gay. Finally, I'm 24 years old. Yeah, finally. And uh, I'm driving home right now from where I just lost my virginity. So yeah, a little bit momentous. So thanks, guys. Well, first of all, congratulations. Yeah, that go. is really great, awesome news. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Number two, just if anyone else is listening out there, you, you're not required to do it in that mm-hmm. order. So you can have furtive homosexual relations before you come out. If there's some impediment to you coming out, sure. it doesn't ha- you can secretly, for a long time, people just, you know. So you don't have to wait. Uh, you can. If you're waiting for love, if you're waiting for uh, a freedom, commitment. a commitment, if you're just waiting, if you just want to do it in that order because it is feels this, right. Is this because you're sort of promoting like a sort of like a forbidden, a forbidden well, excitement? Let me – I'll what tell you this. Working? Claudia, yes in the sense that Jordan and I do have a business idea which is a – pre-Stonewall themed gay bar. Right. Where it's none of the none of the none of the, the, none of the actual danger uh-huh. of being a homosexual in the pre-Stonewall era. Uh, but you get a lot of the fun the of fun. the furtiveness. So you like dress in a tie. Right. And the and you know the rule is and our listeners know this, you any you can you bring a newspaper and uh-huh. you can do anything you want behind the newspaper. Oh, okay. So you, everybody wears a nice, you know, puts on a nice coat and tie, uh-huh. sit down, maybe black and white tile floor. You know, like it's a cool, good, easy to clean up. It's a good, like it's a cool, classy. <laughs> oh, yeah, this place is going to be covered in jizz. <laughs> it's a cool, classy place. But like, but also it has it's that secret. It has that secret thrill. Right. I've got a business idea. But I just want to say for this guy, oh, okay. I do want to hear your business yeah. idea. For this guy. I'm I'm glad for I'm glad for both of those things. I just I just wouldn't want I I I I am I just want people to be able to have sex when they want. That's what I want. Uh, Claudie, business idea? Oh, my business idea is a hotel for dogs. 
it's a hotel. It's a movie. Now yeah. hear me out. So it's a movie. But it's a – well, it's dogs and cats and any pets really. But each room has like a pet assigned to it that lives there and mm-hmm. is cared for. But right. if you're like a lonely businessman or woman and every time – let's say the hotel's in San Francisco. Every time you go, you're like – I'll take Judy's room, please. And that's like Judy, the cat, lives in that room. You oh. get to like have a cool pet for the duration of your stay. Oh, I like that. So that's so it's that's, a hotel for humans, for dogs. For humans. That, but with it's dogs. like it's the dogs It's more and of cats a hotel are, with dogs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because I think if you said um, – Oh, I'm in the title of the business, for Hotel for Dogs, I'm think, when I say dogs, I mean business people. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the pieces are going together. Would you be able to request a breed? I think you could. Well, it's like there would be like a certain like the group of animals who live there. They've got their room. And are you just doing dogs and cats or are you doing like a, like you, a ferret, like a gerbil, like no, reptiles? No birds. Okay. Because I just don't think birds want to be kept in cages. Sure. You think they should be able to fly. Exactly. It's got to um, spread its wings and fly. I'm, I'm with Claudia. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty anti-rat, so I'm going to say no rats. Okay. You, know, you can teach them tricks. I know, but they also want to go on your face, so that's pretty <laughs> bad. Yeah. Have you seen that clip of the rat in the subway? In New York, it was like there's a rat in a. It does go on someone's face. Oh no! There's a man asleep, and there's a rat on, and the rat's like, "Uh oh, I'm on, I'm on the train." And someone's just filming this with their camera phone. Yeah, camera phone. Everyone's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Trying to get out of the way of the rat, and the rat's just like, "Whoa, uh, uh oh!" And then the rat's like, "I know, I'll go up there." And there's a sleeping man, and just runs off his leg and onto his face, and then he wakes up with a rat on his face. Mm. That's not great, is it? No. So now we so know. So you're worried that he... that might happen in the hotel. Yeah, no rats, no rats in this if, hotel. If that mm-hmm. happened, I I would imagine that you would get complaints. I uh, yeah, I think so. But at the same time, that person's chosen the rat room. That's yeah. So they know what they're getting into. It's they know it'll probably go on their face. I would if run. I had rat rooms, mm. I would put them in a rat wing. Mm. I would be careful not to mix them up with the kitty cat rooms. Mm. Oh boy, then you're gonna have some problems. Blood bath. Yeah, yeah. But if you want the blood bathroom. If you want it, a room where two animals fight the, the shining, death, then I That's would say right, yeah, the you, ask, Overlook you ask for the coyote room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you say coyote or coyote? Coyote. Right. Coyote. Anything. Okay. Good you can just know. say say it. However. Coyote would be the that's the fun old west way of saying mm-hmm. it. Right. Co- coyote would be the proper Spanish pronunciation, ah. and coyote would be the uh, American pronunciation. Classic American. The classic American pronunciation. Great. Uh, I have a concern about this gay dude. Okay. Maybe I am imposing heterosexual norms onto him, and mm-hmm. if I'm doing that, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I guess I was a little bit concerned that he's driving away from this sexual experience and not, like, staying the night. But it mm. might be the next day. Do you oh, think— Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. I guess I was just—you know, his, his call, I guess I just assumed he had just done it. That's He did then, seem short of breath. Yeah. And super relaxed. Yeah. Super chill. I just hope it was nice, and I think he sounds pretty upbeat about everything, so that's great. He does really sound upbeat about it. I think that's the clincher here. Sure. I feel like when it comes comes to uh, losing your virginity, Mm -hmm. you really want it to be something that you feel confident afterwards you're going to feel upbeat about. Sure. Right? Don't you feel like that's the number one thing? Like, you just – you want to know – you want to have some confidence that at the – yeah. At the end of it, you're going to be like, 
Yeah, that was the right thing. Yeah, I sure lost my virginity. That's yeah. my recommendation to young people. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I always like. I don't want to. I, I guess I wouldn't want him to have felt like pressured to leave. You know, because he thought it wasn't like cool to have post-sex intimacy or something like that. Anyway, mm, yeah, like That's maybe he was point. trying to be too chill about it. Like he was super chill. I don't he know called, if you guys know this. He called a podcast though to. He did call a podcast. Commemorate it. That's yeah. not that chill. It's well, great. Yeah. But he knows that that's an important thing to do. Yeah, he just has, pri- his he priorities, has priorities straight. straight. Yeah. I, could say, I would be more okay if he's like, hey, I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. I just got done boning down for the first time. Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever come out as a momentous occasion before? Uh, yeah, we've had a couple. I like that. It's great. Yeah, it's we'll take those. Good for it's you. It's great. People that come out. Anyway. Next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, this is Hillary. I love you guys' show. Um... I'm calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, I was just at the dentist, as you might be able to hear from my voice, and I wanted something to distract myself, so I decided to put on uh, some burn Jesse Go, and in the middle of a filling, I started to laugh so hard that I almost swallowed the cotton and almost died. Um, they asked that I please not listen to any more podcasts during any more dental procedures. <laughs> so that's, that's definitely happening. Uh, love you guys. Bye. You should I No, mean, fuck that dentist. You listen to whatever you want to. I'm sick of these dentists getting in the way of our listenership. That is a big problem. You know that. why we're not bigger, Jesse? You know why we're not out there, you know, we don't have selling a catchy, out? A lot of people think it's because we don't have a catchy premise. Sure. Some people think it's because we're not famous in, yeah. in other fields, so people don't trust us. They don't want to try the show. Um, some people think... It's simply a matter of the quality of our sure. program. It's, it's too, not it's good. Too low. Some people maybe think, it's just people coming up with funny nonsense names and then laughing about them. <laughs> yeah, like some, some people, people think say that's that. The problem, but the real problem it lies in, with America's professional class, and specifically its mouth-centric professional mm-hmm. class, by which I mean dentists. Dentists. I'm, all, I'm looking at you too, ear, nose, and throat. You're not off the hook, Doctor Desoto. Yeah, are you? Cause are you ripping out mouse dentist? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dr. DeSoto. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just thought that was your ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh, no, no. That's Is a, that a famous mouse? That's a famous mouse dentist. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Does he only work on mice or humans? Has no one here ever read Dr. DeSoto? <laughs> no, no, I have no idea mouth. what you're talking about. <sighs> well, the good news is when if you go on reddit.com slash r slash maximum fun on Monday when this show comes mm-hmm. out, it's going to be a fucking torrent of support. For Jesse alluding to Dr. DeSoto. I'm not saying I don't support you. Dentist. I just don't know. No, you, you don't support me. You don't support me. Are you calling you me a filthy dentist? You don't support me when I talk about Dr. DeSoto. Oh. You, didn't, you didn't support me when I decided I wanted to go to medical school. That's true. You didn't, you didn't support me when I was having that really hard time dealing, fighting a lot with my parents. Mm-hmm. You didn't support yeah, me. Yeah, that was on you. I feel like that was all you. You didn't fight. support me. You didn't support me that one time when we went to the staff retreat and I did that trust fall and I fell on the ground. My okay, that wasn't like a conscious decision. I was just too drunk. <laughs> you're Shh. not. You're not supposed to get drunk until the trust falls first. Drunk after. That well, was the, now I know. That was now literally written on the sign. On the sign outside of the retreat, it said. MaximumFun.org, staff retreat. Is it just you two at the retreat? Yeah. Right. Who else are we going to? Lindsay's not invited to the retreat. Of course not. Sorry. Yeah. It's for members of the staff who also have staff infections. (laughs) And we both had staff infections. We both had staff infections at the time. Yeah. 
I, okay, back to filthy dentists. <laughs> yes. I'm sick of dentists. This is the reason that we are languishing in the mid-tier of popularity of podcasts is because dentists are- Upper r- mid-tier. Upper mid-tier. Depending. Depending on if there's how many- Lower upper tier. Lower upper tier. We are languishing in the lower upper mid-tier. Right. Because dentists are ripping our podcast out of the ears of potential fans. Right. It's like because they just don't want them to swallow cotton. You know who which else? I'm all all for. You know who else probably hates us? Hmm. Jerry Seinfeld because he's on all those posters at all those dentists' offices. Oh boy, he's, uh, he's what famous places? for. They're about how much he loves flossing, <laughs> which he does do because he's a very fastidious man. Yeah, he's a careful very man, very clean man. Jerry Seinfeld is very clean, very fastidious. That's mm. why he's got such nice choppers. You know, the guy looks great. Jerry Seinfeld. How often do you guys floss? Twice a week. Oh, that's or, good. I'm yeah. going to say four times a week. That's, oh, pretty, I, that's very I, good. For a long time, I didn't floss at all. Yeah. But in, in the last few years, I made a concerted effort. I'm going to floss. Yeah, it's really important. What about you? Every day? Like, maybe like three times a year. Oh, wow. That's not that's good. That's good. You just get the stuff out of there. You get, It's like a seasonal thing. When you've yeah. had a nice blackberry steak. It's like exactly. Changing the, it's like changing the air filter on your HVAC system. I, want, I wish I was better at it. It's just so boring. Have you, ever thought about, have you ever thought about using one of those ones that looks like a little sword? Uh, yeah. I don't, I, to me, they're too floppy. They're too mm-hmm. bendy when you – a too I think my teeth are too close to each other to make that kind of thing work. Yeah. I like the one that looks like a – I don't know what that even looks like. It's like – it's got like a pick and it's got like a little – it's like across it like a bow. Like a, yeah. Or, yeah. That yeah. one. Like a little bow. Like yeah. a bow and arrow bow. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like they, it's like they took it and they – because I don't want to wrap up my fingers and – Such a waste of the floss. Nobody wants that except fucking dentists. Look at – they want us to waste floss. You know what? They don't want people to listen to our podcast. You know what? You know what we need to focus on? Hmm. Doctors especially – specifically – what's a doctor that – anesthesiologists. Mm -hmm. We got to focus on anesthesiologists. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Just jam this show right up in there. See what happens. (laughs) Sure. Uh, It's called sounding. Mm. Um. I'm sorry. That's when you put a podcast up here, your urethra. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I think that what we should do, we should get anesthesiologists to play Jordan Jesse Go when people are out cold, when they, when they have no control mm-hmm. over themselves, when they're totally helpless. We play Jordan Jesse Go so it implants inside their subconscious mind. And they come out and they, they, find, themselves, they find themselves saying, you know – Joe Rogan's a little too aggressive for me. I I'm I know he's I, he's famous and I'm familiar with him. I like that about him, but his show's a little too aggressive. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a sillier alternative. That's us. You know what I mean? Thank you, anesthesiologists. They're finding that they're finding themselves thinking, I'd like to move down from the upper upper tier to the lower upper tier. Who's Joe Rogan? He's a popular comedian right. who's pretty aggro. <laughs> right. But he's great on news radio. He is a oh, very, very popular podcaster. He was on news radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was Joe. Joe I on news radio. Like sort of the, the hunk of news radio. Yeah. Oof, those buns. Yeah. Rogan's buns. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got powerful buns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's, that's our tar- – I think that's our target. Let's take our next call. Problem solved, by the way, Jordan. P.S. Mm. You're welcome. 
Merry Christmas. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. My name is Gordon. I had a momentous occasion last week. Um, it was early in the morning. I went to use the toilet, uh, the sitting down kind, and the seat wasn't down, which caused me to, uh, on my way down to flail, and I knocked at the top of the toilet tank into the bottom of the toilet tank where it took a big chunk out. The toilet tank emptied out all of the floor. The toilet continued to fill and fill. We didn't know how to stop that. I didn't know about the toilet valve behind the, the valve behind the toilet. So I ran down into the basement. Didn't know where the main water uh, shutoff was. So I was running around the basement as the water flooded from my second floor bathroom through the into the first floor below to their kitchen and their bathroom, and then eventually down into the basement. Um, so once I finally got that all figured out. Uh, we mopped up the basement, and we had a plumber come and reinstall the toilet uh, by 10 a.m. And so that's what can happen when you use your bathroom early in the morning. Get uh, your, your new tank by 10 a.m. that day. Thanks a lot. Love the show. Bye-bye. Okay, so here's, here's my reaction okay. to this call. Number one, we thank the caller for calling, as always. Oh, yeah. Initially, I'm enjoying it. It, well, initially, I'm it's concerned. It's got a fun slapstick vibe to it. Initially, I'm concerned. Concerned it's going to be scatological, which is a type of momentous occasion I don't. I don't typically enjoy. Yeah. Sexual, There's, pornographic, yeah. yes. Scatological, not so much. I don't. I just don't like the. I don't like the pee and poop stuff. But toilet, literal toilet. Yes, I do like mm-hmm. that. So when he any fixture really you're on board with <laughs> when he fell into the toilet and I imagine his and butts I think butts are funny mm. so when his butt goes into the toilet then I'm thinking this is pretty good it really picks up and as you said it gets slapsticky I enjoyed it then it turns takes a turn for the tragic mm-hmm. because he doesn't know how to turn off the water mm-hmm. and his house is being ruined and now I feel bad for enjoying the fact that this poor man bare minimum has to file an insurance claim. And that's bare minimum. He may have had priceless memories destroyed mm-hmm. when he hit his head on the broken toilet. Then it comes back, and I figure out he's going to get somebody to put in a new toilet because he just broke this toilet. Mm. But in my head, I'm assuming, and this is on me, Japanese toilet. Why now? What do you does mean that by excite that? Excite you? One of those like talking Japanese toilets. What you, oh, that encourages you. Toilet. Oh, it's have an opportunity ever, to upgrade to a Japanese toilet. Hey, yeah, I mean, have you ever have you ever used slash pleasured yourself with a uh, Japanese toilet? No, I've never had the honor. These toilets are absolutely delightful. They have them in other places besides Japan now. Mm-hmm. There's a Korean homeware store where we live right where we are recording right now next to Koreatown. I go into the Korean homeware store sometimes because it's uh, that's where my watch repair guy is. And uh, they, they sell uh, Korean toilets, have many of the same functions as Japanese toilets. Our toilets are the ones that are behind. What's the pleasure element? Squirt your butt with nice warm water. Oh, okay. It's a lovely feeling. Hmm. And then it dries it off with a... a, a Will that... Of air. Cause... Ah. Oh, okay. Is it as powerful as an air blade, as a Dyson air blade? No, it's not. It's not that powerful. That, I mean, that that truly would. I, mean, I was skeptical. At that would first. pleasure even the one's prostate. But I have, yeah, I have. I have such a hard time getting my butt up to the hand dryer. Right. If it was <laughs> yeah. just something in the yeah. toilet. Yeah. I was skeptical. I'm like, who need? Do we really need that? But you know what? If there was a di- an internal Dyson rocketing hot air up my butt, right? I could be okay with that. And and fresh water. 
and warmed water, and the seat Maybe is like warm for you. Maybe like a flavored seltzer water. <laughs> like a cherry seltzer? <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, why not a celery soda? Oh, celery. that would be nice. Like a do a whole and some pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> a whole deli experience. Yeah. Claudia, Lindsay, and you guys. Boom, plug it with a pickle. You guys will be happy to know it goes both directions, front and back. Oh, thank you. Bursts of air. And you got a whole console there. It's just a really pleasant experience. And if you if I had the opportunity to do my bathrooms, which I didn't because they were they were they were new when we moved into our uh, home that we purchased, mm. and I didn't want to pay money to replace a new bathroom. They're only okay, but what can you do? That is the thing in my mind that is most worth the extra five hundred dollars or whatever it costs. I don't know the difference. Five hundred. It sounds that sounds like an astronomically expensive toilet. I think it would be far more than five hundred dollars more than a standard toilet. No, I. I I'm mean, gonna and how say, often do you have to replace the pastrami cartridges? I'm going to say a thousand. I'm going to say a thousand dollars. I'm going to say a regular toilet costs one hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say uh, one of these fancy toilets costs a thousand dollars. Okay. Maybe, but I bet you. I'm sure, like as with any consumer product, depending on how many features you want, you can go up, you can mm-hmm. go down. Are there buttons on the toilet? Absolutely, it's a digital. So there's experience. a remote. There's a remote control. Okay, it has a little place that it sits. A little, you know, slot. A little slot, like a it. Roku. Cool. It's a delightful experience. So you're you're excited for this guy because because of his. I was until I found mishap. until I figured out he's probably just putting a fucking regular toilet oh by ten a.m. Because you can't do this. And, you got to you got to run electricity over. But there. Jesse, maybe you could do this to your toilet. Now you've heard exactly how he did it. Yeah. Right. So I just, you just replicate just this slapstick situation. Arms. Just drop trow and start flailing. Exactly, and then you've got a ticket to uh, this great toilet you're so excited about you know what i'm gonna go with a korean one because mm. it's probably just as reliable and a little bit cheaper sure also you can play starcraft on it <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go You know that feeling you get when you hear a song that you just love? What about a new movie or, or a new book or a new TV show? I'm Jesse Thorne. My show Bullseye points to the good stuff in popular culture, the kind of stuff that might change your life. In-depth interviews with cultural creators, critics' picks for the best new releases, and a weekly recommendation from yours truly. It's Bullseye with me, Jesse Thorne, from MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Claudia Doherty, guest. I mean, you said it fast. I didn't leave a gap that time, so it's quite good. Yeah, I think we did okay. Net positive, this show. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I think this show's a net positive. Yeah. But, I mean, net means you add all the different parts together and you decide yeah. where it comes out. Listen. There so, was, Jordan, you there were some... exceptionally good on this show. Mm, I don't know. Oh, gosh. I feel like I'm about to be insulted. Jordan, I thought you were really funny. <laughs> I, I, was, I was really proud of the work that Lindsay did on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I felt I put in a pretty good performance. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. Uh, G.E. Smith and Saturday Night Live band. <laughs> they were rocking as always. Yeah, keeping the crowd keeping the crowd excited during commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say, mm. you know, Claudio Doherty was here earlier. Mm. Still is. <laughs> Still um, right Still here. Still is. And I thought she said some funny stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I thought her lack of punctuality in responding to her introduction mm, yeah. Yeah. was, was made real, up entirely later. It was she, a real problem okay, okay, through yeah. the course of the program that was only somewhat corrected at the end. Mm. So overall, while I would say that was a significant detriment to the quality of the program, yes. net positive, but a, a modest victory. I'm not going to go around bragging about this one. Mm-hmm. Unless it's somebody who who doesn't understand how fast someone should respond, should introduce themselves on a podcast. If then if if they if I'm talking to them, I guess I can just brag because they're not going to get they, it's what they what they don't miss won't hurt them. Mm. What they miss will hurt them. They won't be hurt if I brag. I mean, I think that ultimately the history of this episode will mm-hmm. be decided by the dentists. Dentists. Anesthesiologists mm-hmm. and redditors. Sure, that's what's that mouse's name? Doctor Demento. <laughs> Doctor DeSoto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our character's name, by the way, Doctor Demento. There you go. Is oh, yeah. the mouse dentist a? De- is he a mouse? Yeah, he's a mouse, and he operates on other mice. He operates on a wolf. That's part of the story. Ooh, Whoa. he. He uh, he he backburners his instincts. Job. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, the the wolf comes into his office and he says, "I don't treat wolves because they're bad news." Yeah, mm. I would definitely not live in a hotel room with one. But the where wolf a traveling keeps... businessman right. needed a friend. The wolf keeps coming back. I want to pitch something to you real okay. quick, just okay. before we wrap this up and before I wrap up that thing mm. about Doctor Tesoto. Instead. No, you're going to have liability issues and upkeep issues with the animals. Yeah. But I like the idea of giving a businessman a friend. So my recommendation for you is you do the same thing. Everything's the same, only instead of an animal in each room, Japanese toilet in each room. Let's Mm. get back to Dr. DeSoto. Okay. Dr. DeSoto. Can the animals live in the toilet? Dr. DeSoto. (laughs) Like fish or like something that's like amphibious. What is it, like an egret? Yeah, an egret lives in there. What else can... A newt? Yes. Newts? Frog. Frog. Sure. Something that lays eggs. One of those crazy Australian egg layers. Something something oviparous. I'm really into the word oviparous right now. (laughs) Something that eats eggs? That's something that lays eggs. Lays eggs. Yeah, lays eggs. oviraptor, something that eats eggs, right? Yeah, you got it. Okay. An egg-eating bird? Yeah. Like a... Lynx? Yeah, like a (laughs) lynx. (laughs) Okay. Osprey. That's what I was thinking of. So Dr. DeSoto doesn't want – That's not an overwrap. Dr. Don't DeSoto correct me. doesn't want to treat this wolf because he knows that wolves eat mice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But his heart gets the better of him because he's a kind man. Mm-hmm. Mouse. He, he's a kind mouse. And he mm-hmm. mouse took man. the mouse dentith, dentist's oath. He throws a mouse out of the hot air balloon and says, oh, my beautiful mouse. <laughs> um, he – his heart gets the better of him. Mm-hmm. And his wife, you know, he talks it over with his wife. His wife, his heart gets the better of him, and he finally, finally, the wolf gets is about done with his treatment, and he decides as soon as I'm done with my treatment. Spoiler alert! He decides as soon as I'm done with my treatment, I'm going to eat the mouse. But then the mouse puts him under. Doctor Desoto puts him under, and while he's under, 
he mutters that he's going to eat the mouse. And so Dr. DeSoto comes up with, and here's the no spoiler part, Dr. DeSoto comes up with an ingenious plan to teach him a lesson. And if you want to know he kills the wolf. what the ingenious plan is, you're going to have to read <laughs> the book. He uses his Dr. dentist DeSoto. tools to. <laughs> and uh, that book is by Michael Crichton. <laughs> it's called Why Climate Change is a Lie <laughs> The Adventures of Dr. DeSoto. Um, I'm Claudio. <laughs> P.S. I'm dead. Claudio Doherty, it has been a joy to have you on the program. Thank you. It's been an American treat to I, be on it. I want you to know that all of that stuff I said about you not doing a good job introducing that yourself. Was a joke. It, it was, was a joke. all just a it was all just a goof. I was just pulling your leg. It was very leg. goofy stuff. It was you fun, really did, actually did a great job. Thank you were really you. one of our favorite guests in a long time. We really had we had, really had a lot of fun talking to you about Australia and all the different stuff we talked about. Thank you. It was um, fun. You are on uh, Twitter. Yep, I'm tweeting occasionally at, at Claudia O'Doherty. That's my name. Um, you are, of course, doing regular stand-up gigs in the United Kingdom uh, starting when you return in a month or so. Yeah, this is true. Um, yeah. And people who live in the United Kingdom can look forward to hearing you uh, in your sketch comedy radio program. Yeah, Ears on the Net is what it's called. But what's, that word, What's it called? Ears on the Net. Ears on the Net. Yeah. There you go. Now, in, Aust- in, in uh, England... Uh, talented comedians uh, like uh, our friend Claudio Doherty mm-hmm. are given radio programs. Interesting. Yeah. That's and then fun. They do weird, overambitious comedy on the radio that no one wants to listen to. <laughs> uh, but if they're lucky, it turns into a television program, which is something people like. That's cool. Do people listen to those shows? No, not at all. Yeah, because yeah. I'll tell you what. Our friend Josie Long made one. Yeah. And I thought it was so great. Yeah, I was like, this is good. fucking great. I really love this. Um, and then I thought, I have a hard time imagining this playing on the radio and someone listening to the whole thing mm-hmm. and liking it also. Mm-hmm. Just a normal person walking down the street turning on their car radio. Yeah. Well, I think it gets played, like, they're usually, like, at 10 at night, the comedy shows. They sort of tuck them away. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think it's a fantastic program, and I couldn't be more pleased to get to take part in it. Ears on the Net is going to be, I, my prediction? Huge movie. As, as Howard Stern is to American radio. Yes. You will be to British radio yeah. and eventually world radio. No doubt. Are you going to be, have you thought about putting this on shortwave? Uh yeah, that's all we've been thinking about. So it's just shortwave. Yeah, well, that's great because then you'll hit all, all the ships at sea. Exactly. <laughs> great. We want those sailors a listening. Claudio Adorti is also here in a lot of hunks Island. on them ships. Oh yeah. If you follow her Twitter, you maybe she'll she's done a couple of shows here in L.A. I might do another one. I saw one. It was terrific. Thank you. Uh, I'll tell you I what. Loved it. Uh, Mark Duplass was on Twitter talking about how great Claudio Adorti was. That's America's boyfriend. <laughs> that's the that's the guy I wish I could make love to. That's the man I wish would just hold me tenderly and tell me that I'm that I'm a worthwhile human. Would you being. settle for another Duplass? Has to be that one. It's got to be Mark Duplass. Okay. The other Duplass is he's the behind the scenes guy. Oh. I mean they're both in front of they're both you in don't front wanna, of the camera. You sometimes. don't want to. He might be the s- better boyfriend. Duplass is the sure. d- Mark is the actors can be actors Duplass. can be difficult. Yeah, they're always busy learning their lines. He's not difficult. He's been on my show. He's been on Bullseye twice, and he wrote in he wrote in the guest book. I'm not it's difficult. Al- <laughs> it's always great to see you. Okay. Well, sounds like you have a little connection. Yeah. But I don't know. Apparently not as big as Claudio Doherty because he was tweeting about how great her show was. Oh, this is uncomfortable. He's also great in the new movie, Tammy. 
Oh, is that good? I haven't seen it. It's a real blast. Okay, good. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun in that movie. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates is exceptionally good in that movie. Exceptionally good. Okay. 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. I watched Top Secret on Netflix. (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) Forum.MaximumFun. Two men dress up as a cow. (laughs) Forum.MaximumFun.org is uh, our forum where you can discuss this show. You can also discuss it on our Reddit, the Maximum Fun Reddit. Go to reddit.com slash r slash Maximum Fun. And you can like our show on uh, Facebook and discuss it there. How about that? These are all fun places to go. It's three great places. If you have a post, if you have a thought of the, about the show, do it on one. Do it on the forum. Right. Copy it. Right. Paste it into Facebook. Paste it on Reddit so everyone can see it. And then send it in an email forward. Make up some lies about Obama. Mm-hmm. Send it to your aunt and uncle. And, they'll, and thence, thence forward. Thence forward shall Jordan Jesse go go. Thence forward shall Jordan and Jesse go. Hmm. You just put in a few Obama lies at the top, then you throw in some stuff, your comments about Jordan Jesse Go, send it to your aunt and uncle, they send it out to America. And then the dentists lose. And then all of a sudden, we're the new Joe Rogan. Boom. We're fucking karate and motherfuckers left and right. Yep. Chokeholds. Choking we're them out. Doing presses. Mm-hmm. Bench presses, any kind of press. Any furniture, we'll press it. Nut kicks. Pressed wood. I, we work for Ikea. I want a nice – oh, Making I haven't had lunch, so I'd like shelves. a nice pressed sandwich. Yeah, sure. A, nice like a panini. panini. Yeah. A little garden salad on the side. Lindsay Pavlis Maybe on the boards. Chips. Brian Fernandez, our producer, all the way from London, England. Hi, Brian. How were how things with the bobbies? <laughs> Ooh, zing. <laughs> Man, Brian got burned. Um, JJ Go at MaximumFun.org, 206-984-4FUN. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.